Happy all Friday. Right. Happy Friday. Um, it's all right. Friday? It's Friday. <laughs> no <laughs> idea. It's Friday. disorienting, man. Wait, it is Friday, right? Yeah. yeah it's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. Yeah. Okay. This week has been crazy. So, Steve, we've had the entire, our entire company was closed down this week. Uh, we do that for every um, fourth of the week after Fourth of July, and then the, the um, week after New Year's, we always close down the bar, give everyone a break. Uh, we do it for a week, do some cleaning stuff like that, and it's been the most disorienting week because like it's like <laughs> yeah. we're still working every now and then, but we're we're close. I don't know, it's weird. But today's Friday. And I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we have a very special guest on today. Very special. Very, very special. Yeah. Um, and that is Mr. Steve Beam. Thank you for being on. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah. It's, it's always great to sit around and talk about bourbon. And, Hell yeah. You know. Especially when it's your own bourbon in the cup, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. So Steve Beam, for those of you who don't know, obviously you probably recognize the name and we'll go into that lineage a little bit. Uh, but he is the owner, chairman, and master distiller of Limestone Branch Yellowstone, correct? Limestone Branch Distillery. Limestone Strand. Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and there's a whole, uh, I don't know. Uh, spider web that's to unpack there, but think of limestone and Yellowstone. That's his baby, um, and then he has a couple other products like Minor Branch that we're sipping on right minor now. Case. Minor, minor case, minor case, sorry, Minor Branch. I keep saying Minor Branch, Minor Case, um, so which is a rye, right? And now, right. if I remember correctly from yesterday, fifty-one percent, fifty-one, fifty-one percent rye. It does have corn in it, though. It, it does. does actually yeah, yeah. 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 A high percentage of corn, 45%. Yeah. Yeah. It actually does. Vindication. Vindication. Justice for Andrew. This, this is a funny story about uh, he was uh, tasting at a local distillery and it was just a straight rye, 100% rye. And he goes and smells in his first thought is, smells like corn. And other guys were like, no. No, there's no corn in that, bud. <laughs> so it always, it always has to come back up every time we're talking about it. I think it's come back. This is probably like fourth or fifth podcast in a row we've mentioned it. Yeah, it's yeah. okay. We are dragging our man. I love it's it. It's okay. Man. I love it. It's okay. Hey, so we've hey, come a long way. Steve, yeah. what can you what can you tell us about Minor Case? What we're sipping on. So uh, first of all, Minor Case is, was named after my great grandfather, Minor Case Beam, okay. who had a distillery back around the turn of the last century, and uh, when we introduced our first whiskey product uh we wanted to honor him because he was a, a well-known distiller back in the day mm -hmm. but he died the year after uh just shortly after prohibition okay so never really known after prohibition and mm -hmm. had kind of been lost uh to history so wanted to reintroduce him so um and his letterhead said uh mc beam and company Kentucky's finest whiskey and rye. Mm -hmm. So when we were doing the rye, it just seemed kind of a natural to yeah. to um, uh, name it after him. And so then we started playing around with you know what we had available, and um, we ended up with the the sherry cast finish. So we had the um, uh, cream sherry cast from Myers Winery mm -hmm. that uh, worked really well, really well with the uh, the. Lightly it's, spicy rye that we it's had. It's brilliant, dude. Yeah. I love this whiskey. Thank you. Can you do? You, can you elaborate on the difference between? And I should know this as a bartender, but the cream sherry to sherry. All right, sherry has to be a product of Spain. Right, right. You know, I, a very, yeah. very small area, and the cream sherry is kind of like a blend of both of the uh, cherries. Yeah, uh, and it's it's sweeter. 
Okay. Uh, and and obviously it can it's an American sherry. Awesome. Okay. Uh, but the, the sweetness goes really well with the the spiciness of the of this rye. Yeah. And I'm not sure it would work with a you know a 75 or 95 percent rye. Uh, no, might, might conflict. Yeah, too much. the baking spice and that cerealness that you get out of rye a lot of time, mm-hmm. I think would be a huge confliction with that sherry type finish. Josiah, you're awfully quiet over there. What are you thinking? I was just zoning out, honestly. <laughs> like I was just like listening to the words and uh-huh. then sipping the whiskey. And this one, do it. It's it's, it's a just... it's a rye that I've honestly never kind of had before. Like this type of flavor profile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's great. Uh, before we get too far, though, I want us to go around the room and let's talk about our shoe game. Yes. Uh, mostly because <laughs> yours is so outstanding. Yes. I'm in my freaking slippers. Yep. Um, Lane is wearing the same the black shoes. shoes I always wear. Yep. And he's wearing some Vans. What are you wearing right now? What's um, the shoe? Because that is so top notch for Oxford, <laughs> Oxford Cut, if I'm correct. Is that right? Oxford yeah. Cut? Okay. Yeah, Oxford Cut. Um, I don't know. It's, a, it's just a very comfortable shoe for me. It's uh, Alan Edmonds. So mm. uh, it's, it's a great shoe. I can be up all day and I'm, I've got a full day today and walk around with it. I have like really bad feet. And oh, they're, so they're, they're wide. And so, you know, I'm really limited as to what I can get. Yeah. So when I find a shoe that, you know, is comfortable, it's like gold. What so. you, when you're <laughs> when you're spending a long day in the distillery, what are you wearing? Are you? Oh, uh, I have sneakers. For sneakers sure. for guys. Yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Even though that's probably not. Uh, I'm probably supposed to wear something with a hard toe, but I, I wear, right. so I wear hard toe sneakers. If, 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 hard toe sneakers, yeah. <laughs> just, just in case OSHA's yeah. listening. Yeah. Just in yeah. case OSHA's They're listening. They're always, yeah, we're, yeah. we're hard toe sneakers. Definitely big enough for OSHA to be monitoring. So those, I mean, they look like they're in great condition. Do you, do you like clean the leather a lot? Do you treat them or is that just like I, I just, the way they just age? wipe them off and, and they, so they, they've really aged beautifully. They were a little bit yeah. lighter. This and yeah, they've kind of Man. yeah darkened over time and and really. How old it, are they? Gosh, staring at your feet. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a whole nother podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. <laughs> we don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, they're probably. Four or five years old. Oh, wow. Really? I thought they were like fresh out the box. <laughs> yeah. <I'm not> gonna <laughs> yeah. Lie. Man, it's yeah. so crispy. Yeah. yeah. The, they're a great shoe. It's a good brand and they make a great shoe and they hold up well. So, oh, yeah. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Whoever those, <laughs> shoes, whoever those are. shoes are. Uh-huh. Wait, what did you say the brand was again? Alan Edmonds. Alan Edmonds. Yeah. Alan Edmonds. I'm looking that up as soon as we yeah. out <laughs> with this. What'd they run you? I, I can't remember. It's like four or five years ago. Doesn't matter, man. <laughs> doesn't matter. Look at that shoe. They're five years old. <laughs> They've paid for themselves. They, yeah, they've yeah. absolutely. They're, they're not outrageously expensive. So, you know, it's a good quality shoe, but not out, outrageously. Awesome. Nice. Right on. Yeah. All right. So we're uh, drinking the minor, um, but we're going to what? Drinking the minor. Yeah, sorry, I know. Sorry, that's sorry. not the greatest. Um, no. The Yellowstone. <laughs> we're going to move on to 101. Now, Yellowstone is. If I'm, I don't speak for you, but that's your baby. That's your passion project, right? That's, that's kind of what the whole point of starting the limestone branch was. Yeah. Right. When we started the distillery, my brother and I, Mm -hmm. one of my goals was to, and it actually had been a a goal from way back from when I was even a kid, you know, you dream about things, you know, and like recapturing that kind of lost, uh, part of our, our family history and, so, but it always was 
I had wanted to bring one of the brands back into the family or get one. Yeah. And uh, so Yellowstone just happened to work out really beautifully. Uh, I had my eye on a couple different ones, but when it came down to it, Yellowstone was actually the best fit because it, in it, touch both sides of my uh family you know my the dance side and the beam side yeah how many what other you said that you're thinking about other brands what other brands do you want to talk about that can we talk about that probably not a good (laughs) probably not yeah uh let me ask you this (laughs) we'll just leave that to go there's there's been some lawsuits and stuff (laughs) forget about that forget about that it's so silly those lost sorry lane but those we have friends that are uh micro distilleries here And they got sued because they had a breakfast rye, and someone had a breakfast gin, and they the the they were a bigger company, so they could just strong arm them, just strong arm them into changing. So they literally had to change the name and discontinue that line. Yeah, and then they got they the same distillery was it was called Grace Guys. They got got sued by Sky Vodka. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it had the word Sky in it. It had the word Sky in it, and now they had changed their name to Eastern Kill. Yeah. And we love those guys. Shout out to Eastern Kill. But it's just this, the lawsuit game's ridiculous. What were you going to say? Well, you were just, I mean, you talked a little bit about family heritage, history, um, you dreaming as a, a younger man, like about reviving some of these brands. And I'm, I'm like full of questions about like, well, what, what is your journey with bourbon been like? Because I'm sure it's been a part of your family your whole life. It, it has been, but I, I tell people, you know, I grew up, around the business, but not necessarily in it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, my aunts and uncles were all involved in distilleries, working with them. Uh, yeah. So, and it was just part of a daily, not daily conversation, but there, there, it was around all the time and, and distilleries were. And then my mom, to her credit, was very adamant about showing uh, us, you know, the old JW Dant distillery sites. She was very proud of the fact that, uh, you know, of JW Dant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think she might have had a, a complex because, you know, the beam name, and she's like, well, don't forget about the Dant. No, absolutely <laughs> not. She, she's bringing half the game here. Come yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and uh, so I, I, I probably knew more about the Dant side of the family than the beam side. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know, early on. And Yellowstone had been sold out of our family you know maybe 20 years before mm-hmm. and still had uh a couple aunts and people associated with it so it was always in our house i yeah. mean i grew up just knowing yellowstone as a I, I knew yellowstone as a bourbon before i knew it as a park so yeah. mm. <laughs> that's, wild. that's wild that's wild did you so growing up kind of industry adjacent learning all that did you always want to get into this business or were there other things that you thought like well maybe i'll do that well I, I was always interested in horticulture. Okay. You know, I had a greenhouse when I was like 12. Yeah. And uh, really? nice. grew, grew all kinds of plants and things. So that was always fascinated me. Uh, but, you know, I, I always looked at distilleries, but at the time, you know, it's like you think of these huge distilleries and you're like, you know, I, how in the world am I going to get there? Mm-hmm. You know, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it just kind of, got put on hold and mm-hmm. uh, I looked into it. I actually sent away to the, it was, I, I think it was the ATF at that time when I graduated uh, college and got the packet to open a distillery and things. But, you know, you still had to have a uh, government gauger, mm. which a government gauger, if people don't know, 
back in the day, they would have a key to the distillery and you would have a key to the distillery. Oh. And you had to go into the distillery together and leave <laughs> together. And they were in charge of gauging all the barrels and and the and making sure that you were paying the proper tax. Wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so unreal. it was not geared towards small distilleries at did all. Did you have to no. pay their salary or did the government you pay? You know, I, I I think it was paid through taxes and and part of that but i'm not sure it's all so geared pissed. to such yeah. large distilleries that mm-hmm. in such volume mm-hmm. you know and it was gone by the time i really uh started you know my journey yeah but it was so, enough to you know kind of think oh my god yeah you know? yeah cumbersome, cumbersome. Yeah. Are there are there cumbersome. any dance left in distilling or would you say you're one of the last ones so the the dance um most of the Dant family had gotten out of the business mm-hmm. by the 1950s. Uh, and my cousin Wally just is opening up uh, Log Still. Okay. And actually, it's the old Yellowstone location. And my, Minor Case Beams Distillery that became the Yellowstone Distillery mm-hmm. that is now the Log Still Distillery. Awesome. And that's yeah. opening up or already open? It, it's already open, okay. yeah. Uh, it's Have a, you a tried their facility. stuff? Is he any good? Uh he, they're just starting to, to produce. <laughs> they're just starting to produce their own stuff. But I, I know Wally is a, a stickler mm-hmm. for quality, and and uh, I, I have no doubt that it's nice. great. fantastic. <laughs> so, how how do I say this? How many times a week do you get complimented on your mustache? Yes. <laughs> Yes, great question. And uh, what's your secret? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't do anything. I, I mean, I, I it's ha- just there. Yeah. I I uh I have to trim the it's kind of silly, but I have to trim this right side for whatever reason. I don't know if it's because of the way I shave, yeah. whatever, but it always wants to grow a little bit longer. But other than that, I don't do anything to it. Oh wow. It's just all natural. Yeah. yeah. And then but you should see the dance photos from like the late 1800s yeah oh my god they have these huge like huge the mustaches like yeah this is nothing compared yeah to, i believe it. that's fair yeah. that's fair but, uh, i did get uh there was some it was kind of crazy right after i had first kind of grown it out and it had really come onto its own that uh i was getting on a plane and this woman was like oh i love your mustache you know <laughs> and, and and there was a guy behind her, no, not not involved with any of us. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, you're that's the dumbest thing ever." You know, she's lying or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Dude, you know, chill <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> out. Can I get a couple? Come on, <laughs> just let me have this one. How, Come on. He's just <laughs> jealous. He's just jealous. How insecure can this man on a plane be? I just know, like, you know, just to butt into a conversation yeah. like that. Just like, hey, oh, by the way, the- she doesn't mean that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, buddy. Here's your mustache. Yeah. Did, did the other man have a mustache? No. Uh, exactly. There it is. There it there is. It is. Especially now with like everyone so like Top Gun too coming out. Yeah, Everyone's right. all about the mustache oh, now, yeah. apparently. Um, so you know, which we still have to see that. I still have to see that. Oh, that was a great movie. You saw it? Oh yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Went right when it came no out. No spoilers. Nice. Yeah. Not, not, <laughs> but you know, I liked it much better than the first one. Really? Yeah. That's I'd what everyone it. tells me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay, that's good to know. I was very surprised I'm when excited. it came out. I saw the ratings; like they were just stellar. I was like, okay, I mean, I expected it to be good, but not like that yeah. good. So. Well, have you you've cool. seen like that like 
they're legit in the planes for all the Tom scenes. Cruise does not mess he around. Does not mess around. He never does. <laughs> Have you seen that video of Tom Cruise? Um, and it's one of the Mission Impossibles, but he is like hanging on. No, yeah, well, hanging on to an actual fucking plane that's yeah. taking off. Have yeah. you seen that? Maybe, uh, yeah. maybe it's probably played on your your TV at some late. <laughs> yeah. <hallway. laughs> yeah. It's just like we're YouTube and love Tom Cruise. Crazy stuff. He's held stuff. onto the side of a, a military plane as it's taken off. Obviously, he's harnessed in, and in the movie, they like mm-hmm. green screen it out. Um, but then he also did his own helicopter stunts. He did like a basically we go I up saw and that you video. barrel down. Crazy. Yeah, and it's one of the, it's a super crazy maneuver. And he did over like 600 hours of flight training. To get his helicopter pilot. <laughs> what? That's just crazy. Yeah, it's, it's just like, crazy. It is. The yeah. level of dedication, dude. That, this dude is insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. There are times where I wonder, like, man, do we really need another Tom Cruise action movie? Like, have we not seen it all? <laughs> yeah. But nobody else does their own stunts like he does. Yeah. Like right. that. Especially with the how like, much it's he's not worth. The, yeah. It's not like his dialogue delivery is better than anybody else's. No. He's not right. like a better actor. Honestly. No, no, but yeah. nobody else has that dedication to yeah. the stunt authenticity. And I, I'm think, like, Fine. I think what it is Fine. is every time he performs his own stunt, he moves up a level in the Church of Scientology. Yeah. He gets promoted up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, he owns like the, a special the third of the Milky Way at this point. As soon as he dies, we're about to get cease and desist letters anytime we talk shit. I love that. Yeah. You know, I'm in, I have a house in Florida right near Clearwater and that's mm-hmm. like Scientology headquarters. Is it really? Yeah, Clearwater, like, uh, Florida is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, are you yeah. a member? Are you? No. I, you think we were like that And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, oh boy. It's about to get real but, awkward. But, I mean, that's like Central, you know. Yeah, man. If you would have said yes, I am, I st- probably still would have made fun of you. Just to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> just now, I can look at you when I say it. Um, <sighs> L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, right. Nice. Crazy, crazy right. stuff. Um, so the dance uh, outside of your cousin uh, Wally, right? Right. Cool. Uh, now the beam side of the family. Are the, is how many people are still active on that side? Obviously, there's the big name, right? But right. that's more corporate now, right? Yeah, and you know the nosers there, you know mm-hmm. Booker's uh, mm-hmm. son and grandson Freddie and Freddie Junior. Yeah, third, yeah, <laughs> who, ju- who just uh, became the master distiller there. Okay, point that which is great. Yeah, um, and then most of the beams uh, have retired are no longer in the business. There's one uh, a cousin's son Ben Beam, mm-hmm. and the last I know he was at Mickner's. Okay. Which is really cool because his grandfather worked at Mickner's in uh, Pennsylvania. No shit. Okay. Yeah, like in the 60s. So it, that was really kind of a cool. So many cousins. How big is the family? It's big. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Well, yeah. my um, my uh, grandpa, uh, he is from, he's passed away now, but he was from Hazard, Kentucky. Okay. Yeah. So Eastern Hills, coal miner family. And I mean, they just, he is one of 18. It's unreal. All, unreal. Unreal. Wow. All natural too. All like natural. all natural. <laughs> <laughs> no, no adoptions or anything no, like yo, that. Yeah, like, like one, one like, woman too. Yeah. Wow. Which is crazy. A new kid a year for 18 years, dude. Oh, Literally man. like boom, 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 boom. They don't um, make them like they used to. They don't wow. make them like they used to. Just, <laughs> so like my Kentucky side of the family is just this huge family. They don't make them like they used to. I glossed over that one. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyways, Kentucky side of your family. I was yeah. just saying there's yeah. huge families. Yeah. So speaking of that, I have something that's going to be a little crazy to talk about. You kind of already know. You mm-hmm. have no idea. Okay. 
So yesterday when you were doing your presentation, we had the, what was it, the Bowling and Birch Gen, right? Correct. And yeah. so the story there with the Birch name was it, what was it, Mary Birch? Uh, Mary Birch was my grandmother. So yes. she was your grandmother and she married Guy Beam. Guy Beam, right? Right. So I was thinking, I was like, Birch last name is so familiar. Why is that familiar? So my grandma's maiden name is also Birch. Okay. And her entire family comes from Kentucky. Really? So I hopped on Ancestry while I was sitting here at the bar <laughs> and I started tracing it up. And it like connects way over, 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 boom, boom. And there it is. Oh, it's wow. It's the same Birch family. That is no crazy. Shit. Exactly. No shit. That so is it's, crazy. it's my destiny to drink whiskey. <laughs> Grand Rapids whiskey <laughs> page is actually whiskey royalty. You can't yeah. talk well, shit. It's like long ways connected where it was like her cousin of someone's cousin, someone's cousin. And then I was like tracing the trees. Like I was like real quiet while you were doing presentation. But I was like scrolling up and I was like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> <That> <laughs> There's is, no way. Now, so. See, I'm used to that in Kentucky because yeah. if somebody, right, if, yeah. if somebody comes, comes, I think related, I said, that's probably, you know, if they've been, if your family's been here more than three generations, we're probably related. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. Yeah, <laughs> but but you know all the way across in, right. here in Michigan, that's awesome. Is that it, crazy? it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. And the, bir- the birches, they go all the way back, like into the. I, I think somebody's done the family tree, like nine hundred or mm-hmm. something. No. over in England. Oh, I know. Really? That's that's how far back I trace it. Is yeah, because that's where they, uh, that my the side of the family's from is in England. So I've yeah. traced it all the way back up that far. I just haven't actually spread it out in the like. <laughs> family tree in like the 1800s so right. your mother's but, side uh my dad's, your dad's side, side okay. my dad's mom's side yeah okay that's cool yeah oh. right isn't that crazy what do you know cousins it's connected in there we got to do the math on how far removed but that's okay. wild it's crazy that's fucking awesome yeah that is yeah. All right, you guys are sipping on 101? Well, we haven't sipped it yet, but yeah, if you guys want to cruise your minor case, or I can get a dump cup if you want that. Let's do a dump cup. I'm, I'm yeah. tasting today. I'm not drinking heavy. I heard that. Yeah. What are you talking about? Unless, oh, I mean, I have a dump cup right here. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, you do. Oh, no, I'm looking at Open you. Open wide. This is, this is minor case. Birch. Oh, that is? Yeah. Watch this. <laughs> I don't need a dump cup anymore. <laughs> Yep. So, um, so we're on. We're, we're, are we all cruising on a one hundred and one now? Or yeah. So let's start with the twenty twenty. Uh, yep. This is the last little bit. Uh, little already, last little bit me, of right? juice yep. of twenty twenty, and then we'll move on to twenty twenty one for the shelf. Mm-hmm. For the shelf, baby. For the shelf. All right. So enlighten us about this 2020, man. Yeah. So, you know, we started with the, in 2015 doing uh, the limited editions and uh, you know, that gives me flexibility. I kind of have ADD or whatever now, and I can't keep track of things. I think we all do. We all do. And so, you know, with Yellowstone select, we try to keep that, consistent Mm -hmm. the same you know for the last six years to be the same and that's great and and that's an accomplishment in itself but it also makes me crazy because i like to experiment and 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 do different things so this allows me to to do that and so uh when i'm 
finishing, which we tried the minor case, which was a finish. And mm -hmm. some, sometimes the limited's finished, sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had always been in, interested in, in Armagnac, just as the spirit in general. And uh, it's similar, you know, to the whiskeys, but not quite the same, you know. Yeah. And so it was able, I thought it would be able to expand flavor profile a little bit without conflicting with the, the whiskey character. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I wanted to keep, keep the true to the bourbon, but just add some notes that would make it, uh, you know, kind of an amazing uh, sipper. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, I'm real happy with it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I mean, you can tell by the bottle we had, I think we got a whole case of this uh, and this is our last bottle. Um, and it's a great sipper. It, you know what's funny um, that I've noticed about patrons here that they love the 101, but it, when the someone's ordering the 101, they actually want it in a cocktail. 93 is a sipper here. People love downing 93. Lots of times just with one cube. <clears throat> We've got one guy, he walks in and mm -hmm. like that's all he'll order. He'll yep. do two pours of the 93 mm -hmm. and then he'll bounce. Yeah. <laughs> But I like, see him every Tuesday. I yeah. see him. Yeah. yeah, I see him walk in at Wednesday, maybe Wednesday. Tuesday too. But I know I see him on Wednesdays every week. Well, thank him for me. Yeah, yeah I will. I yeah. will. <laughs> Steve sends his regards. Steve yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, you know, send the regards. And, and that was with with the ninety three. That's what we we're. I was trying to do without becoming boring, mm -hmm. but you know, to to be a a bourbon that was approachable. By many people, that's lively, you, you know. Man. Yeah, it's not boring and, by any uh, means. Yeah, so yeah, the four and seven years is a great combination because the four is a little bit more rough and and you t taste the grains that come through, which help it stand up really nicely in a cocktail. Yeah. And then the seven, you know, gives it depth, gives it uh, mouth feel, and a, you know the really nice finish. So yeah. you can, it's a great workhorse on the back of the bar. You can sip it. Make a cocktail, yeah. whatever. Hundred yeah. percent. It's a decathlete, man. It's a decathlete. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of ages and whatnot, we've got different opinions. But like, what what do you think is your? Because the minor case rise, like it's two years and then five month finish. Is that kind of where you like your rye, or would you like it to be older or to release older it, rye? Like, what if you had to? Pick, if I was going to release release a straight rye. Mm -hmm. Actually, I like about six years on a straight rye. Yeah. Uh, but for a finished rye, you don't really need that refinement, mm -hmm. you know. And, and sometimes, like I was talking about, you like a little bit of the, the roughness to, to help uh, smooth out with the, the sherry. So yeah. uh, there's no need to, to waste, a, you know, a six-year-old to, to finish it in, in a sherry cast, in my opinion. What's your opinion on double oaking? I, the double oaks that I've had, I've, I've liked. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. We did a, uh, I did an experimental series in the limited edition with the 16, 17 and 18. Okay. And uh, the 16 was a double oak, but it was a toasted oak. Okay. Uh, so we, you know, it was a regular bourbon, you know, finished seven years in, in new chard. And then mm -hmm. we did a toasted cast that we finished it in. Okay. Uh, and so, and that was, that was I think probably one of the more polarizing of the of the limited, but it had a dedicated fan base that would you know they would buy every bottle they would people that they, like they, toasted <laughs> freak the fuck out about it yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just gonna it. say that yeah, man. yeah. Mm -hmm. so uh, but uh, you know the the double oaks that I've had you know I, I've enjoyed yeah yeah so nice 
cool. would you say that your 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 ideal age range for bourbon is different than six years then i for for bourbon my ideal age is six to twelve okay and maybe up to fifteen okay and anything over fifteen and I've had some amazing older whiskeys. But it's on a barrel by barrel basis, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because it just because it's 18 or 20 years old does not mean it's going to be a, a good whiskey. Yeah. 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 And or if you talk to any of the, years. yeah, if you talk to Can't any be. of the older, uh, this, you know, like Booker and Elmer T. Lee and you know, Jimmy Russell. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're all, you know, six to 12, maybe 15. Uh, Believe and, that. Yeah. Is there like a round table of all the head distillers and you guys meet once a month? It's like the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah. Like, is there like, yeah, yeah. Like the family gets together. Is there a really obnoxious group chat? Everyone's yeah. blowing it up. <laughs> well, we're all friends in Kentucky, you know, yeah. and, but, yeah. you know, it's growing so rapidly, the number of distilleries. I used to know everybody mm-hmm. really well. Mm-hmm. And now, there, there's some more that are just a, more of acquaintances, you know, that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the, the distillers get together occasionally, mm-hmm. uh, usually at bourbon festival, yeah. you know, in September. Yeah. And, uh, we got to go to that. Yeah. We got to go to that. Put it on the calendar. Yeah. Write that down. Write that down. Sorry. Yeah. Put so, but, but back in the day when there were fewer distilleries like Booker and Jimmy Russell and all those guys mm-hmm. hung out together all the time. Just playing pickleball after work or what? <laughs> cards, I guess. Cards, yeah. Cards, yeah. I, I have a friend. That makes sense. I have a cousin uh, that I had, long lost cousin that had been reintroduced that uh, grew up in uh, uh, Dunedin, Florida, which is right there around where I am in Clearwater. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father sold the distillery in the 70s and then they moved the family down there. Mm-hmm. And he was a dance, uh, Proctor, Proctor dance. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, they, he said his father used to talk about, uh, he had, or he remembered having his father having card games, you know, a, a weekly card game. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, you know, there were, uh, state senators there and Pappy Van Winkle was there, <laughs> you know, so a lot, a lot of card games, I think. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, I always joke, you know, back like in the thirties and forties brands kind of went around mm-hmm. everywhere. I said that was probably card games. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it's probably. amazing yeah, how much business betting is. the brand. <laughs> right. Yeah, bet the whole brand. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you guys bet barrels? I was, but- I was gonna say that too, but you know, like you, you bet all your barrels, you're like yeah. effing. I'm betting the whole house. Let's go. Rick House number one. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Quick yeah. debate about what's in Rick House one. Yeah. <laughs> what's it worth? Uh, yeah. Was that old show where you like you got like. 30 or like they give you one minute to look through the storage unit and then you bid on it because uh, like storage wars? Shoot, shoot, shoot. storage wars storage yeah, wars yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's i don't know what that made me think of <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a storage unit that i didn't realize i had because it was supposed to be on auto pay and apparently it wasn't and then i went to go check on it one day and they're like yeah uh, we kind of auctioned it off and i was like oh what? that was awkward <laughs> you didn't email me um apparently um they had all the wrong like contact info is like all super old from like forever ago and i moved and all the letters are going to the wrong place and they weren't calling the right number and i just showed up one day and they're like yeah sorry it's all gone wow, <laughs> wow. that sucks what oh, was man. in there anything uh, notable a lot actually it sold for get this a penny oh my god what? yeah they sold it for a freaking penny dude 
I need to get. Uh, Come on, that's the game. Into the storage war game. <laughs> yeah, that is the game. Like, yeah, there's at least like two grand worth of furniture in there. At least. Yeah. So that's I mean, what I call return on investment. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that you say that um, higher age bourbons. I guess I kind of agree. I don't think six years is my mark for a ride, but I'm also kind of a proof chaser and a little bit of like that, like that real like malted dessert type flavors, you know, right. on my on my rye. Um, which is why this is so banging. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why I love that. I like, I like an older rye, but with that cream, you're absolutely right. It just makes it finish. It just grips. Um, but I mean, I'm looking up at the shelf right now. I mean, my favorite bourbon in the entire world all time is McKenna 10. Right. I mean, it's That's, just solid. It's a solid bourbon. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, I mixed it with Diet Coke last night. How does that make you, you feel? <laughs> <laughs> I did. What yeah. did you and Tom do after I left? I can't attend and diet. I guess yeah, that's kind of diet. Well, we we quite often mix Blantons with Diet Coke just to kind of up yours. But yeah. sure they're great people. It's so weird. You like know these people, you know? Right. And we just sit here and we drink yeah. their spirits. How do you how do you feel about Blantons? I mean, <laughs> off the record. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it, it's obviously uh, has a great reputation. You know, do you know really political as fuck Do you know the Buffalo Trace guys, like the behind the scene guys? Because what I've learned and what we've learned is that the distillers are quite often our favorite people, but they're not really making the decisions about the marketing, like the brand face. They're just doing these passions that they have and love for their job. Um, and there's always these two sides. So I don't know. Do you know the Buffalo Trace guys? I'm sure they're nice for, you know. Yeah. If, if, like I said, we all get along. Yeah. And, and But it is the marketing is a whole whole different, yeah. Yeah. whole different animal. And as an owner now, you kind of straddle both sides of the fence, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Less significantly now mm -hmm. uh, with MGP and yeah. uh, involved and everything. That's true. So. That's true. Mm. Um, how that? What do you guys think of twenty twenty? It's always good. Delicious, yeah. man. Yeah, I remember the first time I had one hundred and one, and I've always liked the Yellowstone ninety three. Mm -hmm. And the first time I had one hundred and one, it was just everything I wanted from the ninety three, but just needed that little bit extra of a kick. It's just so phenomenal. It's an easy sipper, and it just works with everything. So mm -hmm. yeah. Do you guys ever do, uh, or obviously it wouldn't be called 101 if you did a higher proof, but like any like uh, barrel strength uh, 101, it's just with the age statement, you know, the uh, 8 to 12? We did do a, a 101 with a nine-year age statement. Okay. Uh, gosh, that would have been 2019, I think, was a, okay. a nine Would that have been all your own juice because you opened? No, no, no. I was thinking, I'm just doing yeah. the math real yeah. quick. No, we it was not it, you know it's from Luxco stocks. Yeah, yeah. We're fortunate I'm able to draw from from that. Oh yeah. You know. So Also Lux Row is such a cool name. Yeah. Yeah. And when they said that yesterday I was like, "Oh, that's oh, cool. That's, nice. that's, that's really cool." Lux Row. Lux Row. <laughs> yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. So uh yeah, so we did do the first year was uh, the limited was 105. Okay. Proof. Okay. And it was a seven-year age statement. Yeah. But it was mostly nine and up 12, 15-year-olds. Mm -hmm. It was a, a really a, a great bourbon. But, of course, you have to put the lowest age statement on yeah. it. So uh, that was seven. But so mo do both with the limited age stated and then non-age stated. Heard. And the, the thing about with when you do a finish, you know, then it becomes – 
technically, technically not a bourbon. It mm. falls into the distilled spirits specialty category, mm. DSS. Mm. And uh, the TTV has really odd requirements for that. Like you can't put an age statement on a DSS. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Which to me, the more descriptors, the better. But nope, can't put an age statement. Can you not say like this long in these casks and then this long in these casks? It, it, that kind of depends on. Why on, would they not want you to do an age statement? That makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me either. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no age statement. You huh. you can kind of dance around that. Yeah. With like with well, this, but a lot of times they'll they'll throw that out too. That makes a lot of Damn, sense wow. actually because. I have always like whenever you look at Elijah Craig Toasted and all these different things, you're like, why aren't they telling you? Like, you know, um, huh? Yeah, we can. You know, I'm, I'm sure most of the stories would would, would be happy to, to put the yeah. names. Yeah, on. that changes things. That changes my perspective on everything. I learned something today. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually kind I'm learning of learning a lot. Today. Yeah, <laughs> not quite earth shattering, but right there with it. I right, right up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so right. anything finished, toasted, in all of that, no age thing. Crazy, huh? What else you got for us? <laughs> <laughs> so Steve, Steve, uh, you've been you've been performing at a high level in the game for some time now, mm-hmm. tasting a lot of whiskey. How do you think your proof meter is internally? Somebody gives you a glass of whiskey and you taste cool. it neat. Oh wow! How close do you do you think you can guess the proof pretty pretty spot on these days, or does it depend? It, it actually depends. I'm pretty good, but uh, you know we do our barrel picks. At 102, 109, and 115. Mm-hmm. So when people come in, we proof them down to that, uh, and then they're able to pick those. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes those uh, 115s are drinking like a, a 109 or, yeah. or, or, mm-hmm. or lower, so it, it can throw you off a little bit that way. Barrel by barrel. Yeah. yeah. What What is that about higher proofs that drink um, so easy? I mean, yeah, what's the is there something that's happened in the – is it just – Happenstance is it? Do your palate's getting blasted? Is there science behind it? Do you know? Yeah, I, honestly, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's obviously what's going on in the barrel, which mm-hmm. is kind of a mystery. I don't think anybody knows even now mm-hmm. 100% on what's going on yeah. in the barrel. But uh, crazy. I, I, I think it obviously less ethanol, because less of a intense ethanol mm-hmm. burn would be uh, attributed to that. But uh, yeah. Yeah, but some but some of them are, don't drink their proof, right? And that's what throws me, you know. Like I've had some one thirties that will like drink smoother than like a one ten or a one hundred. Yeah. It like makes no sense. Right. And I'll like check the bottle after doing a side by side. I'm like, that's the one thirty. I would never guess. Right. So and I'm pretty good at picking out, you know, some brands and things, and oh, in my own okay. whiskey as well. I was in. Uh, we go test this out. Gardner in uh, uh, Gardner. Montana, mm-hmm. and I saw they had Yellowstone on the bar, and so I said, "Well, you know, I'd, I'd like a Yellowstone neat." And I was with our marketing people and some people from the NPCA uh, there, and and they got cocktails with Yellowstone. And I got got a neat. She brought it over, and and I took one sip. I was like, "Not Yellowstone." Oh. <laughs> and uh, so when she came back, I was like. You know, I don't know, but this this isn't Yellowstone. You're like, do you and, know who I am? And she was like, "Oh, I thought you meant from Yellowstone around here." And mm-hmm. uh, so she had given me 
a, a Montana a local yeah. whiskey. And but as soon as I tasted, it, I was like, uh, uh, not uh, Yellowstone. This ain't it. And I thought, you know, what are the uh, what are the odds of her right. or someone coming yeah. to say? Not my brand. Yeah. <laughs> but this isn't the whiskey that I created. Like, Do you know who I am? I was there when the ancient yeah. words were written. Like, <laughs> you're like, you see the back of the bottle? Yeah, that's that's me. That's me on there, by the way. <laughs> we'll have to get you back on and do a blind test with you. The next oh, time you're in town. yeah. I love yep. to see that. So speaking of like brand um, flavor profiles, I mean... A lot of Buffalo Trace stuff has like a cherry-ish note. Um, Old Forester has that really defined banana, banana bread. I feel like the the big beam company is super nutty, almost like a Spanish peanut with the yeah. skin on sometimes. Yep. Heaven Hill's like kind of just less nutty, um, but a little barnyardy sometimes I felt. I Where does that come from? Is that a mash bill? Is that a barrel? Is that I've always kind of attributed to just like different proprietary yeast blends company it, by company. It, it can definitely yeast blends with like the banana and things mm -hmm. I think would work. But uh, also where they're at in the, the Rick house, if you're lower in the Rick house, you're going to pick up more of those really earthy mm -hmm. I, I don't want to say mildewy, but you know, that kind of er earthiness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and which a lot of the whiskeys I like that have that, mm -hmm. but uh, that's where you get maybe that barnyard that you're talking about. So that may be the, uh, the place in the uh, barrel warehouse. Uh, but to, a little bit of that I like, but I know uh, Jimmy Russell wouldn't let them put barrels on the last three ricks the lower three ricks in the uh, warehouse because he did not like that uh, profile. Interesting. Interesting. Will you give me the water lane? Yeah. Crazy. That's also a great... What would... Uh, what lane uh, master... Um, sorry, I'm listening. Maybe. <laughs> there it <laughs> is. <laughs> uh, master palette, sir, what would you describe the Yellowstone as like when you were talking about like the cherry, the banana of Old Forester. Um, I mean, so that it's it's been since yesterday since I've had the ninety three, <laughs> and I uh, I'm busy thinking about these right here. But I I remember yesterday feeling like there was um there was a really pleasant amount of like direct barrel notes, but then brown sugar kind of across all that, a little bit of nuttiness, um, but nothing. I mean, feel free to disagree. Maybe this is just like yeah. my palate. Um. But that's I, I got a distinct brown sugar yesterday, and yeah. I was like, "That's awesome." Br brown sugar, caramel, yeah, that kind of note. Um, a little citrus that that occurs mm, a lot. Yeah. I hear that over and over again from mm -hmm. people who are tasting. They get a little citrus in it, yeah. which really helps it in an old fashioned. Mm -hmm. I think it really makes it's, a great old fashioned it that does. way. Sparks, yeah. Uh, and to me. It's just a very classic Kentucky bourbon. Absolutely. And like definition. Some an yeah. alien comes down, holds you a laser gun point and says, Give me a bourbon that drinks like bourbon. And I'm gonna be like, here's Yellowstone Select ninety three. Please don't kill me. And then we're gonna take them to you because they asked for their leader. So. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. All right. 
Are we gonna we gonna use simple one more and then yeah, yeah. Home or what are we but I, do? I wanted we, Steve to cork this one. Yes, yes. You read my mind. So <laughs> what we usually do that we forgot to do with the one hundred and one um, is we want you to pop the cork right in the mic. Okay. For all the fans to go wild, and we all <laughs> respond like "ooh," because it makes a real nice noise up close. <laughs> ASMR, right up close to it. Oh! You oh. <laughs> <laughs> recognized its maker. Yeah. It's like I gotta show up for this that one. That one showed Daddy? up absolutely. <laughs> it was like Daddy, Daddy's opening. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the best cork pop that was that, that was, was by far the best one. that was a fourth of july level cork yeah. pop. Was like, <laughs> oh, phenomenal sensational yeah. all right so what's different about the 2021 versus the 2020 so different finishes you know okay. so this oh, yes. one's finished uh they're both they both start out with uh seven-year-old bourbon okay uh and then the, this is finished in amarone cast that's right and uh the last one was armagnac and when i do finishes you know first we we have to see what barrels are available mm-hmm. you know what right. we can actually choose from right. uh so then i'll get the list of what we can what we have available and uh Actually, a lot of times I'll go to the liquor store and pick up a bottle of like Amarone or, yep. or whatever, and then I'll bring back and 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 get some of our seven year olds and you know just put a little bit of drop, a few drops in there just to kind of emulate what what you would get from a barrel finish and go yes that's working, no that's not working. Right, that is and, so and, cool. And then if we want to move forward with what I think will work, then we'll get a barrel, put it in the barrel, and and go from there. How many barrels yeah. do you guys do of the um, limited? Wow. It's it's gone up every year. Right. Uh and this year seems like we've got a, around uh right at thirty barrels. Thirty barrels. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. Uh but we yeah. <coughs> I think that's about what we what we had. Yeah. And the finishing game is so much fun. I mean, I'm sure it's awesome for you, but it's fun for us because like as long as that seven year juice is consistently or seven year, right? Right. Said, seven year juice is consistently being laid and made. You get a new finish every year and you don't have to like you don't have to worry about like, is it is there going to be another addition? You know what I mean? Um, right. Sorry, I got distracted by people coming up to the window. <laughs> but yeah, what's uh, what's has 2022 been released yet? Not released yet. OK, we, we have. Uh, is it a secret? Yeah, what's it gonna be? What's in the box? <laughs> uh, not sure if I'm at liberty, but I guess right. I, I guess right. I am. Well, you own uh, it. We yeah. can pass. So here's the thing: if you then, if you want, then you go to the marketing. You know, that's the yeah. whole thing. If yeah. you want to say it, and you can tell us to bleep anything we'll out. Bleep if there's it. anything yeah, we've we'll said, you'll yeah. be like, "Well, it's gonna be." Boop. Yeah, we'll bleep it, yeah. and it, people love it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, well, it's uh, gonna be in Marsalo wine oh. cast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which I I struggled with. Yeah, I really struggled with. Not because the whiskey wasn't great, mm-hmm. because it was it was really nice, but just the you know Mars- Mars- Marsala mm-hmm. can have um, Americans' perception of, of Marsala, mm-hmm. you know, kind of a, a dingy yeah. Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So, yeah. so I, I I struggled a little bit with that, but you know, in the end, I think the whiskey will speak for itself. Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah, so well. 
Jinx. Jinx. Uh, are you guys keeping the same bottle, or did I hear you guys are switching to the uh, select bottle? No, no. This is this That's is this day. The yeah, limited. This cool. is the day. I we like wanted the shoulders to give, on it. Yeah. yeah, we wanted to give it the limited its own identification. Its own because because yeah. people even though the 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 limited in the black had, you know had the black label, people still weren't sure. Kind of got confused with yeah. the the regular Yellowstone, and and now with the uh, single barrel. Mm-hmm. You know, hand select with the black and red label just get gets too confusing with that one yeah. bottle. So yeah. we wanted to give the limited its own, uh, you know, character oh, characteristics yeah. and things. Oh, yeah. Very cool, hundred percent. Have you ever watched the TV show Yellowstone? Yes, I watched for our commercials <laughs> <laughs> to make sure they air them. <laughs> we, Forget we Kevin Costner. Enough for him. Yeah. 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 They actually, yeah. it's actually in there, right? Yeah, it's yeah. On, on on the shows. Yeah, yeah, it's Easily. crazy. Yeah, I've seen it too. I was wow. like, oh, I wonder what the connection there is. Wait, yeah. wait, is it in the show? Not in the no, show, but it's like place. they we, like we advertise on uh, the, while on it's the show. like airing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a great commercial. Last year. We do a different commercial, and uh, last year's was great, and uh, I, I think. Are you ever in them? Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I, I I have a, a like Fonte always says, you know, I have a a radio face. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we all do a podcast, right? Hundred percent. Exactly. <laughs> We're right there with you, brother. <laughs> so, Steve, what is Amarone? Amarone is a an Italian red wine. It's a, a really nice Italian red wine mm. that they partially uh, dehydrate the grape. Okay. You know, kind of mm-hmm. think of like a raisin and then they, mm-hmm. that concentrates the sugar and they're allow, then that allows them to uh, ferment it to a, a higher proof, yeah. a high proof. And then cool. it's aged in, in uh, barrels. That makes this the first red wine finished whiskey I've liked. Yes. Sam. Hard stop. Yeah. This is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually also, so like. Ooh. I said it yesterday, but I'm gonna say it on air. Please don't do a Chardonnay. Yeah, <laughs> never. The worst. The never. worst by far. Uh, well, I'm not. A, I, I'm not a fan of Chardonnay. Yeah. To pure, I feel like know. we're friends now. Beautiful. I, I, I feel like we're friends now, and I like to keep my friends honest, and I like to have a good line of communication no and hold them accountable. Yeah. So, Steve, if I ever see a fucking Chardonnay cast finish, I'm gonna give you a call. All right. All right that's cool. I'll take that bet. Yeah. <laughs> no, but Amarone, you know, it's a. It's a rich uh, red wine, you know, with real deep fruity notes. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, you know, some of the red wines might not have the notes that would work as well with the bourbon right. as the Amarone. Did. Yeah, it feels really like seamless, mm-hmm. seamless transition. Mm. I feel like I'm getting like milk chocolate kind of on the finish, but I might just be wanting Kit Kats right now. Yeah, <laughs> you could be. I think you want it. Dude. Side note, not about whiskey, but about for like the summer holidays and stuff like that. Reese's on s'mores Dude. instead of Hershey's. Wait, are people, haven't better. we talked about this? I, maybe. I don't know. But I tried like, it if we haven't time. talked about this, then that's ridiculous. This is the first time we talked. This is a classic summer camp trick. And you were a counselor. You were a lifeguard. And a head lifeguard. Yeah. Can you imagine they let me be? Uh, they... <laughs> Someone not only paid me, but then trusted me with the lives of children for the entire <laughs> summer. And I was 19 years old. Like, I, I, like I, I, no one died on my watch, but I would not trust a 19 year old. His watch has ended. Yeah, my watch has ended. Yeah, no, it's, it's crazy. 
Yeah, I'm just finding out about that. That's a great trick. Yeah. It sounds money. great. Yeah. Have you tried it? I have not. Oh, I not. will. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I don't make my s'mores any other way now. <laughs> Whenever I make them. But um, quick question. I'm just curious. I mean, I'm sure I just, if you had like which one of these two, if you had to choose one, which one do you personally prefer? Wow. What are the two? The 2020 uh, or the 2021. Okay. Which yeah. one of these two? Yeah. These two uh, <laughs> and then he picks one, pull out a gun, shoot him. All right, you made the choice. Welcome to Sipping with Sip, Steve. You're a permanent member now. There's only room for three. <laughs> no, but really, though, I, which you know, one of these two? I'll, I'll answer that the way I answer all all of them. I kind of figured. When they ask, you know, what's your, fav- what, what's your, what's your favorite yeah. whiskey well, that you have, you know, that you make? And, and I'm like. It depends yeah. on the situation. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know, that is fair. That's it, fair. It depends. You know, it just depends on on the atmosphere, the situation. These two are similar characteristics in as far as what I would choose as far as atmosphere goes. Exactly. That's what you I know, figured. With, so. with, with, you know, sitting with people. So this one may tend to go if I'm having cigars or not. And then what would go with the cigar that I'm pairing with it. Are you a big cigar guy? Uh, not big, but I do have them when I, when I, when the mood strikes, which is, you know, I have to have to be in the mood for them. And then I truly enjoy them. Do you have like a whole ass humidor or whatever? I I have a small one. Oh yeah. All right. I I feel you on the cigar thing. When the mood strikes, it's a lot of fun. But the next morning, like you got to brush your teeth like five times. <laughs> you if, smell, if you smell your, hands. your hands in the if you're even in the same like if you're did at night and you're in the same t-shirt the next morning. Well, they got those like, smoking oh, jackets, right? That yeah. they wear. Yeah, yeah. that's why you got to do it, man. The smoking jacket save your life. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh yeah, great. Phenomenal. Well, there's you know a lot of things you do that. You regret the next morning, but yeah, <laughs> drinking Yellowstone is not <laughs> one of them. Yeah, not a chance, not a goddamn chance. Not a chance at all. <laughs> well, Steve, thank you so much for coming on, man. Um, two things: one, whenever you're in town, we would love to get you back on and just or just to hang out. Honestly, right. yeah, we like you. Yeah. Um, and then two, we got to get down to Yellowstone. We got to get down to Lime. Absolutely, absolutely, you yeah. need to come down and visit us. Visit us. And I love Grand Rapids. So yeah. you, like I, I always say, you know, you don't have a problem getting me up here in the summertime. Yeah. In the summertime. That's fair. That's fair. That's we fair. feel that. And we you don't have a problem get, getting us out of here in, in the, the wintertime. wintertime. Yeah. yeah. No issues. No, we'll just we'll flip. <laughs> Summer you're here, every other time we'll be down there. Yeah. yeah. So Steve, uh, we end every episode by uh, telling our listeners how much we love them. All right. So, so, and it's going to be the best. I love you. We say, I love you guys. That's it. Yeah. yeah. But the, uh, you got to say it too. That's your final entrenchment into this podcast. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. So, I love you guys. Love you guys. Love you guys. I love you guys. Oh. <laughs> I'm saving that sound bite and playing it every night before I go yeah. to sleep. 